Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowroom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this week, we have Marge. Hello, everyone. It's Marge from Canada and host of Bite Me, the show about edibles. Nice. We Marge also have... Back. Yay! Yeah, that's right. Marge Yay! is back. If you couldn't tell everybody, yeah. that was Marge. It wasn't our impression of Marge. That was actually Marge. <laughs> you guys haven't made like an AI like voice of me yet? Oh, what a plan. I need to, Man, I need speaking to of which, the, random tangent on the intro here, everybody. But, I know where uh, he's going. <laughs> this week, there's been a couple of new songs released by Tupac yes. and Nas, man. It is fucking... It's crazy shit. It sounds just like Tupac. It's not as good. I mean, you know, there's there's slight differences, but damn, AI is coming a long way, man. To release a new Tupac song when he's been dead for what for nearly twenty years, eighteen years now. Was ninety five? Was it when Tupac was killed? Maybe ninety seven. Not sure. Ninety seven. Yeah, but it's been a long time, yeah, man. Ninety seven. Yeah. And producing new songs like that is good shit. Anyway, Bubble Hawk, you want to say hello, bro? Hey guys, Bubble Hawk here, everybody's favorite drop bear wrangler from down here in Nope Rope Country. Hope everybody's doing well today, this morning, this evening, whatever it is in your neck of the woods. That's right. Yeah, whatever it is, wherever it is. I still do That's not it. believe he's dead. You know what I'm saying, farmer? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I saw a random meme again, tangent. Sorry, everybody, but uh, Tupac out there. I say Tupac a lot, but it's actually Tupac. But he had a picture taken with him with Jade Pinkett Smith, you know, Will, Will Smith's husband. Oh, I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, says, uh, <laughs> it says, this is a picture of Tupac and, and Jada Pinkett Smith, a bullet that Tupac actually dodged. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> too savage. Too savage. Yeah. But anyway, uh-huh. we also have Monkey. What's up, Monkey? <laughs> Not much, man. Monkey down here in the sweltering southeast U.S. Uh, you know, I think it's only about 40 degrees C. That's about 100 and 105, 107 for, for everybody. So, uh, yeah, Damn. Damn. Staying, staying as cool as I can, but nothing we can do about it. That's mm. crazy, man. That's crazy temperatures. What's the what's the record temperature where you are? Do you know? We broke it. It's been we've broken oh. records for the last two weeks, literally wow. every day for yeah. the last two. Congratulations. weeks. Congratulations. Oh yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> really, muchly appreciated for that. You know. <laughs> yeah, man. It's yeah. been warm here in the UK for the last couple of days. Uh, but what's more important is it's tonight. Actually, is it no? It was yesterday was the peak of the Perseids meteor shower. Everybody. So uh, I mean, in the northern hemisphere, anyway. I'm not sure about the southern. You guys can see the Perseids bubble. Do you I know? I think so. Um, oh. as as far if we go. North we can, but with all the clouds, you don't see shit anyway. Yeah, that's the problem here in the UK. And it got to like two o'clock in the morning, and my boy, he's been waiting up to try and see clear skies so we can go out and, and go see the, the meteors. No, it was like one in the morning. It wasn't quite as late as two. But then, you know, he's like, I think it's clear, Dad. Can you check? And we can go out. And then I've gone outside, and it was clear enough, man. And we it wasn't yesterday. It was the day before, so the day before the peak. And we went out to the darkness. We got out the city and drove off somewhere. And, and we saw like 12 meteors, man. He was buzzing. That was super cool. 
Mm-hmm. Sweet. Nice. Yeah, he was jumping up and down when he seen his first one. He's like, I've seen one, I've seen one, I've seen one. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then you'll get a good streaker, you know, the ones that leave a trail mm-hmm. behind them. And mm-hmm. those are awesome. Yeah. yeah we man. did so, have a sorry, comment the other day, though. We had one um, down in, it was Melbourne, I think. And oh, it was cool. like three three in the morning and it like and you could see it breaking apart in the atmosphere as it shot across and dropped a big sonic boom. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, people thought it was an earthquake. Cool, yeah. man. Yeah, so get yeah. out there, everybody. I mean, if it's clear where you are tonight, you can still see some shooting stars. It's uh the peak was yesterday, see about one every minute, about between sixty and hundred an hour. So there'll be a little bit less today, but you'll still be able to see some. Very cool. Hmm. Yeah, so that's what I did the other day. How did we get on that tangent? God damn, we talk about temperatures. <laughs> started, we yeah. started with AI yeah. March, that's how. Yeah, AI March. You and I... <laughs> hey, actually, back on that AI, I'll take a segue. Um, the, have you seen the Cartman's version? Uh, of Evanescence. Of Evanescence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has no right being that good. That's the... <laughs> It's like too it's good, now man. My favorite version. I've added it to my playlist. <laughs> God damn. Well, how's happened this week? Marge, where have you been, man? Where have you been? Tell us about some stories. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Make it sound like I've been living this like luxurious jet set life. I did call myself jet set life before the show started. That's right. <laughs> I wish I could jet say set. I had something super exciting, but uh what was it last time? Oh, my sister came down, was down for the week, even though I was out of her house recently. But my um my dad and my niece share a birthday and uh, on on last weekend and my dad just turned 92 and my niece turned wow. 10. yeah uh, that's that's a solid innings 92 yeah he's doing great that's good man that's good yeah is it does yeah. he use, he does use cannabis now doesn't he i remember you telling us that he used to send you outside to sit on the stump for smoking and, <laughs> and then but now he, cigarettes this yeah the cannabis would never have been allowed but <laughs> I did have to sit on the stump at the end of the driveway, which was like a hundred feet long. It was ridiculous, but he does he does use it a little bit, like topicals or like CBD nice. and you know that kind of thing. Yeah, man, it's good when people go yeah. full circle like that, you know. Yeah, he usually lets me grow weed at his house too, but they did not fare well this year, so they all died. <laughs> so, oh, lame! What happened? <laughs> uh, I think it's just it's been a weird. I find this year has been weird, like temperature wise, and there's, we've been getting a lot of rain, and I don't know. It's just. I think some animal dug a couple of them up, actually. You said a couple of animals dug some up, which is oh, also kind of strange. They, they usually leave them alone. But whenever I put plants out at my dad's house, I expect nothing from them because mm-hmm. he's 92. And I'm not like, why aren't you out there every day watering my plants? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know. So it's kind of like a gorilla grow at dad's house. A hundred percent. Yeah. He will water <laughs> them and stuff. But I, I'm just like, don't knock yourself out if you think mm-hmm. of it he's always outside puttering around anyway but yeah i just have like very low expectations so if they die they die that's it's it's the way to think about anything with any grow man it's not done until it's in the jars tried and cured right that's just the way it is man if Mm -hmm. it dies it dies (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) what is everybody smoking on this week man what we got what you got bubble um Actually, I am enjoying a little bit of purple kush that I pressed. It's been sitting there for a while. Um, and I've got some citrique because I've been sticking my head in that tent and getting those orange terps. So I'm going to have a nice big joint of some uh, citrusy terps. Nice. Hmm. Nice. 
What's Marge got? What you got, Marge? Oh, I've got a little da- a little smattering of everything. I've got a sheesh hash soda, which I've never tried before. Ooh. And I've got some amnesia haze and some Ooh, CBD. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, cool, man. What about Monkey? What I- you got, Monkey? Uh, for the show today, it's Blue Dream, you know, something Ooh, that's uh, classic. Nice. been sitting in the jars long enough that I finally am starting to enjoy it. Blue Dream is okay to me, but it's one of those things that sometimes I've got to work hard to make it effective. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. You know, one of those strains that just don't don't even know you're stoned till you're stoned with, with me, you know? Mm-hmm. One of the don't know you're stoned till you stand ups. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> Yes, man. Backblast has been to the zoo and the koalas were barking at him. Mate, (laughs) Uh, they may have been dogs dressed in a koala suit. They they don't normally bark. Uh, (laughs) Maybe he's just super high, man. They were just dogs in trees. He's like, they must be koalas. (laughs) That's just a couple of Pomeranians hanging around that's in the right. eucalyptus. <laughs> they throw a couple of poodles in the tree and tell the stupid Americans, don't worry, that's koalas. There's koala, one surefire no, way to find it. out, man. You give, you give them a, a chlamydia test. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, If they've only, got it, they're koalas for sure, no doubt. It's the ones. It's only the ones in the wild that will have the, the, the clap, man. It's the ones in, in captivity, they usually don't have it. So Right. That's good to know if you're out there in Australia and you like bestiality, you know, that's don't, don't use the wild ones. Oh, oh. Well, we really, let's, let's just talk about a flag. Whoa. Yeah, let's let's just not fuck koalas altogether, maybe. That yes. might be the idea. Let's we'll not fuck right. koalas either. So, yeah. But just in yeah. case you wanted to, not the yeah. wild ones. Okay? How do you get oh, from a koala? That's my question. Uh, oh, you know how it is. We, we go all over the fucking place. God damn. How did we get oh. here? Yes. Really. Gosh, gosh. Yeah. Make sure you get the right end because they bite too. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we have the cannabis news and events coming up. We've got lots of stories to be covering today. And uh, we also have the grow guides where we'll be talking about using organic amendments with hydroponic grow systems. So that's going to be very interesting. It's something that monkey does a lot of. So we're going to hear more about that later on. But I think before we go on many other tangents and get ourselves more flags than a minesweeper <laughs> board, I think we should go on to the news. Is everybody ready for the news? Right, let's do the news. But here we are for this week's cannabis news and events. We've got lots to cover. I don't even know where to begin. Marge, you've been away for a while. Would you like to cover your news story first? Sure, I would love to. So today's news story is on the health side from Forbes. Can cannabis help with agitation in elders with dementia? And Interesting story. Yeah. So in the US, and I feel like this one feels rather, I shouldn't say, I don't know if timely is the right word, but my mother-in-law does live with us and she probably has a touch of the dementia. And I've often wondered if cannabis would help her, but unfortunately that's, not up to me. So <laughs> in the U.S. Did you not want to try it? Have you, have you asked for a while? Uh, we've talked about it because obviously I have edibles all over the house and mm-hmm, weed and mm-hmm. stuff. And she's always, I think so somehow she inadvertently took too much cannabis like right. in, a, in an edible before. And it was always mm-hmm. just, I felt like I was on the ceiling. That's how she always <laughs> refers to it. So <laughs> I'm not sure she's too open and she is also on a lot of painkillers. So right. I don't know yeah. how those two things would interact, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. 
yeah, she's not too excited about that. <laughs> no, but uh, in the U.S., due to continued limitations on research into the potential benefits of cannabis, we have little data on whether it can help with Alzheimer's disease and other dementias, which of course is the problem of prohibition, one of the problems. But in Israel, such limitations do not exist. And in January 2022, the Ministry of Health approved the use of cannabis to treat dementia and Alzheimer's in the adult population. A study led by Dr. Hermosh of the Geriatric Division at the Leniado Hospital Israel uh, published they provided evidence that controlled medical cannabis treatment for dementia and Alzheimer's patients is relatively safe and effective for treating behavioral disorders in patients with dementia and Alzheimer's. Because for a lot of people, you may not be aware. Um, I also have my father-in-law has Alzheimer's right now and went through a lot of this stuff, but the behavioral changes are super common with yeah. that type of disease. Um for us at agingparents.com, where we regularly hear the woes of those caring for aging loved ones with dementia, this is very welcome news. Currently, cannabis is a Schedule One drug, meaning it's a controlled substance under the federal government's regulation. Doctors can't provide or prescribe it. Insurance companies laugh at it, and it doesn't matter if the state laws make it perfectly legal, uh, even for recreational use, because it's still legal under federal law, which makes this very difficult. But with Alzheimer's, no one can predict the behavioral changes a person with Alzheimer's disease or other dementias will exhibit. We do know that some impaired elders become agitated, combative, angry, and even violent. And it makes it really difficult for those who love and care for them, obviously, because the person with the disease probably doesn't really know what's going on. Um, with sometimes difficult impaired elders, uh, or when these sometimes difficult impaired elders are placed in memory care or assisted living homes, they can become unmanageable. Some residents are asked to leave because staff believe that the elder is an unnecessary risk to its caregivers and other residents. So sometimes I guess they, I, I, I wasn't aware that this could happen, but I guess they get kicked out. But Yeah, that's bad, isn't it? They yeah, go there for care. And right. if, I don't know what the percentages are, but it seems to be quite common nowadays for the aging population to have the dem dementia or Alzheimer's, right? It is quite common. Yeah. It's one of, the, yeah. I would say it's one of the four major diseases that people get in older age. I think there's like mm -hmm. Alzheimer's, diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. Those are the mm -hmm. big four. And yeah, it affects a lot of people. So this is a huge problem, especially as the aging population grows. But, um, and what they're also saying in this article is that a lot of the times they have to resort to giving these patients antipsychotics yeah. to manage their combative behavior. But of course, those have a lot of side effects and they can make the people super drowsy and I'm sure yeah. not feeling like themselves. So cannabis is a potential better option to address these behavioral issues. Israeli researchers found that it must be tailored to each patient and that the medical supervision and follow-up were essential to success. However, it's compelling that they found their in their controlled double-blind study that is indeed safe and effective. Their success was not limited to early-stage dementia. Rather, it was it's generally approved for use in adults without any conclusions as to the lack of e efficacy based on what stage of dementia this person may be in at any given point, which I feel like was a really long-winded sentence to say um, it works no matter what stage of dementia you're in, early, late, whatever. Mm-hmm. The Israeli study did not specify dosages nor proportions of THC to CBD. Um, 
the program explored the general use of cannabis in older adults with pain, anxiety, mood issues, and other matters, including dementia. And in that program, the Israeli doctors use, using cannabis were interviewed. A dosage range of one part THC to 30 parts CBD was discussed. That made sense. The larger proportion was for relaxation or relaxing anti-inflammatory CBD with a smaller portion of THC, not enough to get a person high. Which is interesting because I guess I'm not sure how somebody suffering from dementia would fare if they're really high. It's really hard to say. Yeah. But. <laughs> I think they conclude a formal feedback on effectiveness for all but one of our clients reporting on issues on the use of cannabis with dement demented aging parents over the last two years. There have been favorable results, but I think they're just finding it a much better approach to dealing with people and it helped calm them down and because those behavioral issues are obviously a real problem. Yeah. The takeaways. So this is sort of their five points. The difficult behaviors associated with dementia become a huge burden for caregivers and the alternative for cannabis. Here's things to consider. I mean, there's reports of not, of no one ever dying from a cannabis overdose. Uh, they're talking about edibles and how that can be a much preferred way to ingest the cannabis for older adults. Uh, that it can interact with other medications. So they have to take that into consideration as well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they're just finding it a much better treatment option than the antipsychotics, which is what they often, that's sort of like the go-to medication. Yeah. Well, it's not so bad say. when uh, when the cannabis is prescribed properly by a proper doctor. But, uh, right. You know, you can understand them saying it interacts with other medicines when they're using it illegally and sourced it from an illegal place. But, but different medicines react with different medicines as well. You know, it's not just cannabis reacts with all medicines and the rest of them are just a concoction of completely fine medicines because shit mixes and gets fucked up, man. Yep. I have yeah. read somewhere along the along in a book somewhere at one point, too, where they're, they're saying if you're taking any kind of medication where you're not supposed to drink, I think it was grapefruit juice then you have to be careful with introducing cannabis into your regimen mm. because there could be similar contraindications or something like that. Well, so specifically CBD, because uh, so, the CBD yeah. reacts with the liver and certain medications need to be broken down by the liver for them right. to become effective. Yeah. And when you're taking CBD, it's filtered through the liver differently. So that has an effect on the medicine. It's way more right. detailed than that. You know, we're just stoners yeah. on a Sunday night. Or Monday morning in Bubba Hut's case. Okay, so this is not construed because yeah. medical advice. Exactly. You know, do, do your own research there. There's a vague outline. Just be aware of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> from, from, from what I'm aware, it's um it can interact with certain diabetic medications and things like that. So mm -hmm. it is and always a good idea. And anesthetics, yeah. Anesthetics <laughs> and, and even pain medications as well. Some, some right. yeah, by all means. Yeah, if you're taking CBD, that's a good one at least to tell your doctor that you're using CBD on a regular basis. So they'll know. And honestly, mm. no matter where you are, don't is don't you have like doctor patient privileges in most? Know. No, we do we, here in the, in the states. We do. But right. we reported and, on a news article in the UK uh, not too long ago where yeah, I can't remember they, that they uh, will tell I don't know social services if you have children and you're using cannabis as a medicine. Right. Yeah, yeah you got to be careful. Like, what if you're like 85? <laughs> are they going to report you to anybody? I like, suppose it would depend on how much money you have. Because if you have lots of money, then right. they can take a piece of that with fines and shit like that. So they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. fine that, motherfucker. No, I mean, in the, in the States, I've told my doctors, I've told, I've told all of my doctors that I use cannabis for pain on a regular basis. And I've had zero problems with that. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. What about you, Bubble? Yeah. How, what about do you get in the shape to tell your doctor? No, my 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 doctor's pretty happy with me. Like he's a he's a fairly younger doctor as opposed to like some of the older doctors I've had that I've, I've over the years didn't want to hear it. Um, but my my main GP now is really he he was the first one to go. Okay, well since you're not going to stop using it, why don't we get you a prescription? Um, so he sorted wow. all of that out for me. Uh, which was which was pretty cool yeah <clears throat> so i was pretty happy with that and um since then he's had a few more patients um that he's moved on to it so i think it's one of those things that they're they're sort of starting to come around to but it's it's the same as with politicians they've got to get rid of the old guard um mm -hmm. or at least try and turn some of that old guard into um thinking about it in a different light other than you know weed is bad okay Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, Mr. Mackey. Oh, Mr. Mackey. Jokes are bad, boy. Okay. That's a good episode. So, you know, when he takes That's acid and shit boy. and he starts being a proper yeah. hippie and he's, his yeah. head is inflating and just floating around the place. <laughs> he's got to remember, let his tie off. <laughs> <laughs> But I think shit. this article just highlights the fact that, uh, I mean, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but can cannabis do any wrong? I mean, it's helping our, helping mm -hmm. our who can't remember anything and dealing with behavioral issues you know helping them to chill out too so what i suppose can do any wrong depends on what side of the line you're on and well, most awful. cannabis users yeah. will be skeptical of the government and the government doesn't want that you know a lot of cannabis users for because we've been told that it's bad for so long by the government and then we smoke weed and be like hold on for a second this isn't bad you fucking lied to me and then nobody trusts the government anymore so Right. The government don't think it's good. I wouldn't think. But I don't know. Yeah. And cannabis seems to be, I mean, there's so many good things that it does and not just in a medical sense. There's just loads of good things that it does, man. You know, with the fiber you can use to replace paper made from trees, clothing material. Oh, wow. I mean, so much. Shit. Is like mind boggling. Mm -hmm. yeah. Fuels, oils, plastics. Yeah. So many different things. You yeah. know, aromatherapy. Yeah. So yes, interesting. Is there going to be any follow up on these studies? We'll we'll be able to find out more in the future, I suppose. Right when they've done more studies, yeah. we'll be able to find out what's going on. Yeah, I hope like whether they actually really start pushing it in those types of contexts or not. But it's interesting too because Israel seems to be doing a whole lot of studies on cannabis there mm -hmm. because again they don't have the constraints that they do in the states for with the federal legalization. So it just shows how much more you can do just by understanding the plant when it's federally legal. Yeah. And Firefly just said here in the chat as well, briefly, I thought lion's mane was good for dementia. There's some studies showing that right now. Lion's mane is being uh, put forward for a lot of studies right now, which is a type of mushroom type of fungus. Right. And uh, it repairs nerve damage and shit like that, apparently. You know, there's studies being done, but it's showing a lot of promise. So... Maybe we'll see some studies about that in the future as well. Mm. Interesting. I saw a study I... about that the other day, and they were saying it like um, it helps re um, refire neurons or something like that. Mm -hmm. That was um, promising, though. Yeah, I think I'm gonna grow some, man, just for the crack and see what happens. See, see what yeah. it's like. They taste good. They're, do they're they? Tasty. Yeah, yeah. What do and they taste can... like? Mushrooms. It's been a while since I had them, but they were kind of like a meteor mushroom. You could like okay. fry them up. Okay. They don't taste like mushrooms, right? 
<laughs> I know that sounds stupid, doesn't it? Does that like mushroom yeah. taste like mushrooms? A little bit. No, man, it's better than mushrooms. Uh-huh. It's more like a mushroom. Oh, nice. I like mushrooms that taste uh-huh. like mushrooms. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, man, so we'll see what happens there as well. Lots of interesting things going on. But there's some interesting shit going on in Australia as well. Right, Bubble? Uh, there is, actually. So... um my one comes from cannabis and it's uh, activists take cannabis plant into New South Wales Parliament as the MP pledges to smoke a joint in the house. So uh, <laughs> what? They, yeah. What? So, these, so this is uh, it's basically a, um, a group of blokes uh, that are running around and and they're they're activists. We'll call them activists is probably the, the best best term for them. Uh, so. This time they roped in the legalised Cannabis Party MP Jeremy Buckingham for a spot of mischief in the heart of New South Wales politics in Parliament House. Uh, with a four-foot-high fake cannabis plant in tow, cannabis activists Alec Zamet and Will Stoke accompanied Buckingham through the corridors of state power, quizzing Queen Sativa in the Upper House Committee Room as they did and vowing to get her legalised as soon as possible before arriving in the MP's office. Uh, I'm pro- probably going to get into a whole heap of shit for this, Buckingham says, during a 24-minute-long video of the stunt. Uh, the plant now has pride of place on Buckingham's office balcony and potentially in sight of millions of TV viewers. Uh, the balcony is directly behind where the Premier holds his pref conferences, Stock said. Jeremy said he's going to make it a thing where he tends to the cannabis plant with a spray water bottle while the pref- press conferences are taking place. Uh, of the stunt, Stolk said people kept looking at the plant, asking, is it real? It was a lot of fun. Uh, during the visit to Parliament House, which drew the curious attention of security guards, Buckingham told how his experience of cannabis started as a 14-year-old when his uncle showed him his cannabis crop in a vegetable patch in Tasmania. Uh, I was intrigued by the plant. Cannabis was part of our community, he told Zamet and Stolk. Uh, I'll make this commitment. If we don't have it legalised in three years' time, I'll smoke a joint in Parliament. So the antics of <laughs> Zamet and Stolk are part of a wider campaign to legalise cannabis and to highlight the inequitable drug driving laws. Uh, in April, the pair commandeered a fleet of military vehicles to raise awareness of the drug driving laws that continue to discriminate against users of medicinal cannabis. Um, so, yeah, they, they, these guys have been uh, causing issues. I think they're actually the same ones that are... Um, to blame for they actually got they got a big laser set up and they um shot it at the sydney opera house the big sales on the opera house and it was like just legalize it written in the lasers and a big weed leaf um and they yeah so they got into a bit of shit for that as well um, <laughs> crazy but, uh, but yeah shining, so it, for shining a light bulb on on the theater you know okay well really? yeah be- yeah because it was like half the theater was like lit up and you could see it from like a mile away. So it wasn't. But it's a light. Yeah. Come on now. You know, you it's know a light. So at yeah. least it wasn't a picture of a dick, you know? Because yeah. that's what would have yeah. happened here in the UK. And they would have drawn uh, a dick yeah. on it, you know? But yeah. So the, the thing is, is because they do actually use that's the same sort of style for advertising um, on the Opera House. So it's, yeah. So if <laughs> they paid a fee, it would have been okay. That's they might right possibly there. that's what mm-hmm. they said they didn't they they got in trouble for it but they didn't get any fines or anything for it from what i'm aware um but in saying this last week i brought you a story about uh 
how they they'd done a big survey on thousands of of Australians on um, getting things legalized. And just this week, a couple of days ago, the Greens actually tabled that bill. So that's now gone in um, into into Parliament, and it's going to be considered. And they changed it all um, based on what the the info they got from the community. So it looks like um, everything that I was talking about last week with it keeping it out of the hands of big tobacco and and things like that. That's definitely going ahead um, as part of the bill, and that that you'd be able to grow six plants at home tax free. Uh, as well so there's there's a whole lot of good going on at the moment down here so we're we're just fingers crossed um but if everything goes well that could be before the end of the year that it goes legal on a federal level in australia so which means it'd circumvent any of the state laws so it wouldn't matter what the state said it would it would be legal at a federal level so yeah yeah so it's uh it's all moving along yeah, progress, I'm man. Upset. I'm just upset that the fake is, is looks like a fake. I know, I know. But, I mean, yeah. to be fair, if they'd brought a real one into Parliament House, they would have been arrested before they hit the front steps. Yeah, so. but come on. At least they could. Yeah. Look, this thing looks like it could be bamboo, what I'm looking at in the picture. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> like one of yeah. them fake plants they use on Trader Park Boys, man. Exactly. Yeah, like, what the fuck like. is that? What the heck? At least they got the clay balls right, you know. That's that's fair. Yeah. I'll give them that. Yeah. Got a clay palace right in the pots, you know. And yeah, they got so. the roots correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. But yeah, progress all the same, man. Progress. It's yeah. It's, it's good to see that. Well, you know, it's not good to see. It's good to see that everybody is progressing, but it's not good to see that the UK is going absolutely fucking nowhere. And here we go again, Mackie going on about how shit the UK is. <laughs> but it really is, everybody, right? I don't just talk about this show. I've got some news stories here. I bought three, but I'm going to run through them briefly because they all kind of correlate together in some way. And let's see in the chat if you can tell me what, what, how they relate to each other. <laughs> right, it's, a, it's a good idea. Uh, men caught carrying out cannabis house clearance, everybody. <laughs> all right, the trio were caught thanks to eagle-eyed neighbours. The three men were caught red-handed, clearing up waste from a cannabis farm. Neighbours became suspicious about what was being loaded into the back of a van on their street and alerted police. Wankers, mind your own fucking business. If they're not taking shit out of your house, mind your own fucking business. Just saying. Uh, when officers swooped, they found a hire van. Swooped. Full, you know, swooped. <laughs> they found a hire van full of cannabis trimmings and empty bags of plant food being driven off the residential address in Swansea. Vukaj Irvin and Alban Dolpaj were caught in the van while a third man, Matilde Hodaj, what <laughs> I did really well pronounce those names there, everybody. Uh, that was good for <laughs> yes, me. You you, did. Yeah, You're very well. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Well, uh, <laughs> was detained after trying to flee across the rooftops of neighborhood neighboring houses. Now you can call the police uh, for that. There's somebody running across your fucking roof. You'd be like, yo, oh, Bill, look, they're trying to damage my shit. Then that's that's fine. Fucking Peter Pan across your fucking <laughs> roof. <outside. laughs> uh, all three have now been handed prison sentences, though the time they have already served in prison on remand means they are likely to be released immediately. Swansea Crown Court heard police were called to a place in this place in Swansea on March 6th this year after neighbours reported suspicion about a group of men loading items into the back of a van. Craig Jones, 
prosecuting, said the van was stopped a short distance away and inside the vehicle found officers found cannabis plants, trimmings, boxes, empty compost and fertilizer bags and other waste items. Irvin and Dolpage were arrested with the vehicle. Officers then went to the house in question and found a sophisticated cannabis growing operation. Sophisticated. <laughs> sophisticated. That means it was a hydroponic setup. It yeah. pretty much means it's a, it's a hydroponic setup. That, that's all it is. It's sophisticated. It's, yeah. So there's like a, a butler at the door of the tent or something. It, like if that. they were growing in soil, it wouldn't have been a sophisticated operation. I figured really. it was sophisticated if they put a timer on their light. Yeah, right. it's just it's the equipment used. The more equipment yeah. you have, the more sophisticated it is. In okay. yeah, Australia, anything indoors is is considered sophisticated. Right. sophisticated. Yeah, mm. <laughs> a barely but, um, light bulb. <laughs> yeah, you could have it under CFLs. It's sophisticated. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're using complex lighting systems. You know, like <laughs> like electric lights. Fucking <laughs> goddamn. Yeah, across three rooms with lights and a ventilation system. Uh, that's probably what made it sophisticated. It had a ventilation system, everybody. Oh, there we Gosh. go. Gosh. In many total, fans. 124 plants were recovered, and the potential yield of those plants was up to 54,000 pounds. Sorry, 54,000 quid. We won't say pounds because that's very confusing. Uh, the electricity meter had also been bypassed and the main supply illegally tapped into. And the court again, heard. Yeah. there we go. Mm-hmm. That's where you get busted but for stealing electricity. And for loading shit into the van, you know. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. even if these guys were just, like, moving house and the old bill showed up, it's like, God damn, man, people need to mind their fucking business. Uh, yeah. yeah, so buy the next guy... electricity, that, though, you know what I'm saying? Buy your electricity. Don't that's go right. stealing it. Don't steal. Yeah. You know, that's it, man. I know you, you're made out to be a criminal just because you're growing cannabis, but it's not the case. You're not doing anything wrong. There's no victim. But if you start stealing electricity, I know the electricity companies steal from us all every fucking day. But two wrongs don't make a right. Don't steal your electricity, man. It's the quickest uh, way to. It's the quickest way to have them knocking on your fucking door, stealing electricity. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, the guy was arrested after he was running across the fucking roofs. Blah blah blah. Uh, Verkaj Irvin, age twenty-one, and Alban Dolpage, age forty-five, with no fixed abode, had previously pleaded guilty to being concerned in the production of cannabis, and they appeared in the dock. Uh, pretty much these guys, uh, they were from Albania and came to the UK for a better life, but found themselves as gardeners in a cannabis farm. They never wanted that. This is just something they were led into via people trafficking. Right. So that's the first story. We'll wrap that one up there. You get the gist of it. Right. So the next story, a uh, man who borrowed 6,000 euros to come to the UK found tending to sophisticated Hessel Cannabis Factory. So Ragursi Hiller was the only person inside the house in Northgate where cannabis plants were found in the bedrooms. So here we go again. Police found a sophisticated cannabis factory after raiding a house in Hessel that had been set up to maximize production of dozens of plants in several rooms and the loft. The cannabis plants were being looked after by a man who had been working in Italy before paying 6,000 euros to be bought into the country in a dinghy. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. But seriously, man, six grand for a ride on a dinghy? Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. And if you work in legally in Italy, surely you can just pop to the UK on a holiday and it's like a couple hundred quid for the flight, man. But anyway, 
Mm-hmm. It's probably because it's people trafficking, isn't it? It's people trafficking. It costs a fucking fortune. Uh, Rigasi Hiller, 24, of no fixed address, but originally from Albania, admitted producing cannabis on the March 30th. Jasmine Lee, prosecuting, said the police executed a search warrant at the house in Northgate, Hessel, and found Hiller inside, the only person there. Cannabis plants were found both on the first floor bedrooms, in both first floor bedrooms, sorry. The, uh, the windows had a wooden structure and casing around them with reflective insulated padding. There were 15 large mature plants in one room, as well as fans, transformers and lamps. In other rooms, there were 15 plants in a smaller setup. In a larger room were 25 mature cannabis plants, as well as fans, transformers and lamps. In the loft, there was 101 small saplings. <laughs> sapling plants in a Sapling's in a away. poor condition and soil bags. That's the real crime. That's the letting the plants fucking fall into a bad condition where even the fucking news is saying there is in a poor condition. Jesus. Yeah. You know, I don't trust happen. anyone. Don't Mm-mm. trust anyone that calls them saplings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. Right. <laughs> I, want a, I want a cannabis tree. I want a sapling. Yeah, me um, too. Uh, Hiller was arrested but made no comment when interviewed by the police. He was expecting to be paid £100 a day to look after the cannabis plants. He had no previous convictions. Nick Peacock, great name, mitigating, said that Hiller played a lesser role in what was relatively a small operation. It's a difficult quantity. Sorry, this is in quotes. It's difficult to quantify whether he would have been paid anything, said Mr. Peacock. This may be money that his man would never, ever receive. Uh, this man would never, ever receive. Hiller was from Albania and uh, had originally been working in Italy, but they the work stopped and he needed money to pay his family in Albania. He borrowed 6,000 euros to get to the country and came here on a dinghy. He met people in London and they took him to the address in Hessel. So there's another one. There's another one, everybody. That's the second story. So a guy comes to the UK to grow weed. Are you seeing the relation here? Between what's no, going no, on, no, between no. all these new... No. All right, maybe this next one will help you. Okay. Man trafficked <laughs> the UK for tending 250,000 quid Carlisle cannabis farm. So a man trafficked to the UK who tended a Carlisle house cannabis farm with a potential production of almost 250,000 quid of drugs has been jailed. Police officers attended the address in Cromrock Street off Wickton road on friday february the 17th and as you can see they're, they're catching up with the dates now usually report on these stories and it's like this happened in 2021 but now they're, they're catching up with the courts you can see they're up to date nowadays just a couple of months off a total of 312 cannabis plants were found in four grow rooms across the first floor and in the attic carlisle crown court heard today each room contained specialist equipment to assist growth and the criminal cr- of the criminal crop, and scores of immature cannabis plants were also stored in a nursery under the stairs. As police had knocked on the door, 32-year-old sole occupant, Koyong Nguyen, was attempting to leave through the back of the property, but then the cooperative but then he cooperated and went to officers. This is a lot of reading for me. My brain's getting tired. Excuse me for the mistakes. <laughs> Uh, Nguyen of no fixed address had been living on the ground floor in conditions that were not good and was in possession of 80 pound and 114 pound pair new pair of trainers. Don't forget about it. It doesn't say that, but that's just a reference to remember that story we did where it's like, and he had a new pair of shoes. Nobody can afford shoes in the UK. He must be a criminal. 
You know, he was in possession of 80 pounds. He was says to have won at the Newcastle bookies because, you know, he sounds like a Chinese guy. Chinese guys, they, they love the, the bookies and the casinos, man. So he, he won that at the bookies. He had admitted production of. Ca- Sorry. I was going to say, I that? know that I know that sounds semi racist, but it. It, we yeah, see the it, same thing here. It's true. They're it's true. Always, always at the uh, gaming tables in the casinos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's where I learned most of my Chinese. Sifak <laughs> 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 Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's start uh, translate that in chat if anybody knows what I'm saying. Flags. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he admitted production of cannabis, which a police drug expert concluded could potentially have weighed up to seven, uh, twenty-four thousand. 780 grams and being worth between 82,000 quid and 247,000 quid. Uh, Defence barrister Anthony Parkinson's told the court that Nguyen arrived in the UK two years ago. He moved to the UK with a view of obtaining a better life for himself. He agreed to discharge a debt of 40,000 pounds in return for him being conveyed to the country in the back of a lorry. So there we go again. Right, that's that's pretty much all three stories summed up there. Everybody, can anybody guess what the uh, the factor that relates them all are? Is there anybody on the panel? Want to take gross. A guess? Sophisticated growth. It's close, monkey. <laughs> the cannabis market is alive and well. That's an that 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 is true. Can't deny that that is the correct answer, but it's not the one we're looking for. Survey no. says. You know, <laughs> is, is, is it is it dinghies for two hundred dollars? Oh, you're getting closer. You're getting closer. Yeah, no, pretty it, much. It is a shame. It is a shame that they're taking immigrants and doing this stuff with them. No, this is that's using, it, monkey. Yeah, they're using these people as uh, scapegoats to, to basically hide behind. It's people are being people trafficked from all over the world to come to the UK and grow cannabis. It's happening all over the fucking country. And there's only one way which we can stop this from happening. And that is properly legalizing and regulating the production and sale of cannabis. Now, I know I'm just a stoner here running a live stream on a Sunday night, got a little podcast going and shit, but surely the government should listen to the people like us, the cannabis users, when we say things like this, not just listen to their bullshit experts that are pretty much just yes men. Because what they're being told is obviously incorrect or they're just ignorant of it. The only way this will be fixed is proper regulation and legalization of the sale and production of cannabis. Right? Yeah. It's simple. It, 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 it takes a while for that to get fixed, though, Mackie. I mean, we see we saw this like in out in California, Oregon, uh, let's say Pacific Northwest. When cannabis became legal, you still had uh, illegal operations trafficking illegal workers in because they could get them for next to nothing to compete on the illicit market. But as the price of cannabis is collapsing, the illicit mm-hmm. market is becoming less and less profitable. Mm-hmm. So eventually, mm-hmm. eventually, I think it will correct itself as the, pr- the price of cannabis stabilizes around something that's affordable. It will be less cost effective to, to bring somebody in to do this. Mm. Is it is it too hard to train somebody from the UK to to tend some plants? Is that because it seems like 
it's always they're always bringing in outside help for some reason. Well, the, the thing is, is what would I mean? Because it's been the case for a long time. It's not a new thing here in the UK. Like ten years ago, it was the Vietnamese, and the Vietnamese would come over. They'd grow a shitload of weed in the nail bars. Allegedly, everybody, this is just allegedly. Okay, considered it's a conspiracy <laughs> theory, but they would uh come in here, open up a nail bar, and then underneath the nail bar in the cellar, they'd be growing a shitload of weed. And if they were ever caught, they'd just go back to Vietnam. They never get seen again. Yeah, but if you're an English yeah, bloke, right. you got nowhere to run off to. You stay here. Yeah. You have to go do the 10, 15 years. You know what I mean? Okay. But if they uh, have yeah, somebody it, coming from a different country, Albania, like, uh, I mean, Albania is the new one. That's what it is now. But it, before that, it was Vietnam. Before that, it was some other country. You know, just people come here to grow a shitload of weed because the market's there for it. Uh, cannabis is in high demand in the UK. Just because it's illegal and these motherfuckers think that will stop them from smoking, that's not the fucking case at all, man. It's like, uh, I would say a, a, a third of the adult population in the UK consumes cannabis. You know, whether that be just on the weekend or every fucking day, a third of the adult population easily consumes cannabis. Where they're getting it from? They have to get it from the legacy market. That's just the way it is. That's the only market we have here in the UK right now. So the only way we're going to stop this shit from happening is by properly regulating, legalizing the production and sale of cannabis. Easy, solved, problem fucking solved, man. And I'm not even a government expert. But the motherfuckers getting paid. That's probably what it is. They get paid so much money to try and figure out how to solve these problems. If they do actually solve the problem, they don't have a job anymore. So they've got to keep the problem going. You know, well, that's what Aslinger did. You know, he, he couldn't prosecute mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. prohibition of whiskey anymore. So he needed something else. And so, yeah, he made a new enemy. Mm -hmm. Cannabis. Yeah, yeah, that's, so, yeah, right, that's exactly right. They need an enemy here. They need something. Couldn't they like focus on, I don't know, like fentanyl or like something yeah. that presents? Harms? We don't really have that problem here in the UK. Oh, you don't? Uh, what about, no, what about ketamine? Ketamine is a big one for you guys. Oh. Isn't well, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's a, a big issue. Uh, it, people buy ketamine because they want ketamine, you know, and, and it's not really laced with anything. So, uh, as far as I know, anyway, I'm not too topped up on the on those kind of drug knowledges nowadays. You know, with them high value class A's and shit. But I wouldn't trust them. No, I think oh. the fentanyl oh. thing is more of a, a USA problem right now because it gets into Mexico, then comes across the border and goes up into the into the USA. We, we don't really have that problem yet. I'm sure it will arrive at some point. Uh, this is why we need the proper regulation of drugs, man, to make sure that they're safe for the consumer because regardless of how illegal it is, they're still consumers and people are right. dying because of these ridiculous laws, man. People are dying. People are being trafficked from all over the world, paying £6,000 from one guy to get here, forty grand for the Chinese fella. He, he's paid 40 Gs to get to the UK and then has to go and work in one of these weed farms where he gets paid £100 a day. It's ridiculous, man. And the only way we can really stop it is by properly regulating this shit. Well, it's like you said in your in your second story, though, they said he would be he was promised a hundred hundred pound a day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That was promised. They said he probably wouldn't get anything eventually. You know, one of but those you know, deals. All of these guys here, as far as we know, the the trafficking bit is bullshit. They they mm -hmm. came here and they started their own cannabis farm and was like, if we get caught, let's just say we were trafficked. <laughs> Simple as that. Simple it as that. Man. It uh, could be. Mm -hmm. I'm not ranting, am I? Am I ranting? Sorry. I don't, I don't mean to rant, everybody. I'm just, you'll, I'm just you'll get saying. You know? <laughs> you'll get there. It's just frustrating to see these people, which we spend so much money on in taxes. We pay a fortune in tax on absolutely fucking everything here in the UK. And you expect that all of this tax money going to the government, they do something 
that helps the people in the country live a better life. And it's just not the case. They're just taking the fucking money. They're stealing it and spending it on shit, which we don't fucking need, wasting it. And we're still left in the shit situation we was in 50 years ago. It's like, sort your shit yeah, out, man. Don't, don't say anything about that, bro. You're not allowed to. Oh, sorry. It was the the moment, flags again. Flags. The mo- sorry. The mo- sorry, the government. Moment, no. Thank you for keeping us safe, government. Yeah. Thanks for spending our money responsibly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad it's the, we're not the only country that deals with this shit. No, oh, it's the same for everybody. It's ridiculous. Like the USA, I think monkey the USA is like two trillion in debt or something like that. Oh god, maybe three. So like two point eight trillion, I think. Some ridiculous uh, amount of money. It's it's a crazy amount of money, and I've stopped keeping track of it for that reason. It's mm-hmm, unreally mm-hmm. amount, and it keeps going up, 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 up. You know, it's one of those deals. You know, it's like if you had a financial advisor. And you gave all of your money to the financial advisor and said, you do what you think is best with it. And then a year later, you've gone back and like, we kind of um, kind of lost all the money and we owe like two trillion out. You'd be like, yeah, you're fucking fired, mate. And I'm finding somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing. But we can't do that with the government, can we? Well, let's put it this way, Mackie. Um, the, I recently read an article, it was last week, and it basically said that the U.S. deficit size is such that that every man, woman, and child in the United States would have to pay over $23,000 each to clear the debt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's that bad. But, you know, you, you've all got that, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, no problem. Everybody's you know, no got problem. Grand. Just, yeah, easy, done. Ridiculous, $23, man. $23,000 a person or just start a war somewhere. That'll well, help. the problem yeah. with that is, you know, if you pay it off, everybody goes and give them twenty three thousand, and the debt's gone. Don't worry about it. They know how to t- get the debt back. Oh yeah, yeah they're back going pretty soon. <laughs> it's like, oh, we got no debt now. We can spend mm-hmm. again. Well, well, you know, it's like you could get all the money and be like, here's twenty three grand from everybody, government. Here you go, take this money and pay off the debt. They'll be like, yeah, sure, we'll pay it off. And then next week they'll be like, oh, we're kind of like in six trillion debt now because uh, the money disappeared. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. Um, well, oh, yeah. Fucking aliens took it again. <laughs> <That's> the- <laughs> yeah. Well, we had we had some administrative fees that we had to take out. Yeah, of. you know, because of all the paperwork and stuff. Exactly. You know? <laughs> These salaries to pay, some commissions to fund. And Nancy yeah. Pelosi needed a new house, you know. Hunter yeah. needed a new rock, you know. And, and a new laptop. Uh-huh. <laughs> we need be better laptop security, lighting. you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Funny, for mm-hmm. <laughs> Had to pay back the money we owed the Saudis, you know. Just say, oh, that's God. a flag. That's a flag. Oh. Sorry, YouTube. Don't get me started on that one. <laughs> yeah, so if we go dark yeah. in the next five minutes, you know why. Yeah, it's not Mike's fault. <laughs> you know, spitting too much truth. Shut them down. Shut them down. <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's move on to another story before we get even uh, more flags. Jesus. God damn. <laughs> yeah, you guys need to learn how to stop me when I start getting a bit out of control. But that's enough. That's enough. Stop. Stop. <laughs> After three years, we know there's no stopping. Yeah, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) So we have a story from Monkey. Monkey, what are you saying, man? Yeah, this is a little bit different one here. So let's just uh, take a look at this one. Uh, It comes to us from South Dakota. I believe it was South Dakota. Let me double check that to make sure I'm right. It is South Dakota Searchlight. Okay. So it's called, uh, it's hard to get stoked about repealing medical marijuana. Now, would you ever think you would see that in a title? Not me. You know, one of those deals. One feature of South Dakota's citizen ballot initiative process is that it values effort over expertise. Consider the case of Travis Ismay, 
a new man who would like the 2024 election to include a ballot initiative repealing the legality of the state's medical marijuana program. Now, just reading that first sentence got my, got my interest because I'm going like, why would anyone want to take medical weed away? Okay, so Ismay is full of praise for the Legislative Research Council and its work getting the petition in order. Next came an, an opinion of the, the Attorney General Marty Jackley saying that the ballot issue, if approved by voters, would do exactly what Ismay wants. Make all possession, use, cultivation, sale, and manufacture of medical marijuana a crime. The technical wow. aspects of getting the ballot initiative ready are likely the easy part for Esme. Now comes the effort of collecting 17,509 signatures to get the initiative on the 2024 ballot. So right now he has used the state's departments to help him craft a bill that, that he hopes to get on the 2024 ballot that would take this medicine away from people who need it. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. It is. I mean, just like, just shake my head. I, I had no words when I read that. Collecting that many signatures is always difficult, but may, but may prove even tougher for Ismay as the 2020 ballot initiative legalizing medical marijuana was endorsed by 70% of voters. It seems that people in this state liked the idea of using marijuana as a way to ease medical complaints. The medical marijuana initiative was approved despite the best efforts of South Dakota Medical Association as it, as it campaigned against it. Perhaps the medical marijuana initiative was overshadowed to some extent by a constitutional amendment on the same ballot that not only sought to legalize medical marijuana, but recreational marijuana as well. As recent, as, uh, as uh, reticent as South Dakota's can be about changing the state's constitution, that amendment since nullified by the courts passed with 54% of the vote. Now this is talking about nullified by the state courts. This is a situation in South Dakota where both medical and uh, recreational cannabis were passed in the state, but the opposing people found some loopholes within the state's constitution and said, well, you didn't pass it right. And so the Supreme Court of the state says you gotta do it again, okay? So that's what they're talking about. It was passed by 54% and repealed by the state. Okay. Uh, the possible repeal of medical marijuana program me, uh, means that three years of, of le uh, legalization and investment would amount to a wasted effort. A quick count from the LRC website shows that in, from 2021 to 2023, the legislature considered more than 50 medical marijuana bills. The law that Ismay seeks is to repeal 60, to repeal it is 16 pages long with 95 sections. While lawmakers worked on getting the medical marijuana regulations just the way they wanted them, entrepreneurs were taking advantage of the new law. According to the data from the state's medical cannabis website, state certifications have been approved for 77 dispensaries, 18 manufacturers, and 41 cultivators. So they've got a, a you know, full-on medical system functioning in place in that state right now, and this guy's trying to kill it. Granted some, biz granted, some of the businesses may see their role in medical marijuana just as a foot in the door for the day that when state voters once again approve recreational marijuana. Still, that's quite a bit of small business investment and quite a few jobs to flush away in just for just three years after a program was started. Now, this is a crazy complaint, in my, my opinion, because in all states where medical marijuana is approved, 
it's very common for, for people to try and get that medical license, knowing that that's going to give them, uh, say, experience points if and when recreational comes around. So, it, uh, you know, it's just this guy out of still I'm, I'm wondering what his problem is here. Uh, He's see, getting uh, paid by somebody. <laughs> that, that's what it is because you, you know the the medical the, the big farmer loses how much was it was it like two billion three, on average three, per state? three billion dollars per rec- legalization event three billion yeah. so three billion mm-hmm. for for recreational three billion for medical you know three billion each time so six billion per state is what they estimate that the revenue will be lost by pharma for each legalization event. yeah so you pay this guy five mil Massive that's increase, nothing. you know, that's... massive ROI. Yeah, but you know think, what yeah, I mean? five, giving five mil for, for three billion. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite scoffing at the medical establish- establishments, patients have found real ongoing relief from the use of medical marijuana. State rules allow the use of medical cannabis for debilitating medical conditions. This can include wasting syndrome, severe debilitating pain, severe nausea, seizures, or severe and persistent muscle spasms, including those characteristics of multiple sclerosis. Putting people, putting a repeal on the medical marijuana program on a ballot would only add to the anxiety of the people who are using cannabis to relieve symptoms of serious medical conditions. Also overlooked is Ismay's ballot effort, on Ismay's ballot effort, is how to repeal, how the repeal would affect the state tribes, some of which have been quick in the past to set their own rules for the sale and use of marijuana. Should the repeal be approved by voters as sovereign nations, the tribes uh, may claim the ability to keep medical marijuana legal, cornering the market. Now, I love this. Again, uh, American, uh, Native American uh, tribes are sovereign from, from the rules of the state. And if they decide they want medical cannabis on their reservation, on, the, on tribal lands, they get to do that and the state can't shut them down. So the thing is, though, yeah, it would, medical cannabis might be illegal off the reservation, but how do they stop people from going to get it and coming up, coming back? So mm-hmm. interesting problems here. Of course, signing the petition is not the same as actually voting for an initiated measure. However, as he begins the arduous task of collecting signatures, Ismay should ask himself if 70% of the voters could really be that wrong. Damn, 70% of people voted for the, for the legislation oh, of cannabis. For medical. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, how do you, so now he says, and can he get the repeat, uh, the initiated measure, can he persuade 21% of the people who voted to allow it to change their mind and repeal it? 21% no he's got to move. Oh, that's because the, the other 30% that he's yeah. already got. Right. Well, he's, he, he's seen, he thinks he's got 30%. You know, he, yeah, he's that would have on, changed for sure. Exactly. Yeah. He's using old data. Now, usually what we see is after medical marijuana goes in, into existence and people see that the world didn't end, they're a lot more tolerant of it like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, this is, I, I went and grabbed this article because we always talk, we think that everything's moving forward. We always have to remember with cannabis, you always have a negative force in here. And this guy is actually trying to mobilize and get a, mov- a, a movement in here that, in my opinion, can harm people, you know, greatly here. By taking this medicine away, if you found people that have discovered this and have gotten honest, real relief from it, good relief, why do you want to take it away from them now? I don't get it. Seems like it's a two steps forward, three steps back kind of deal at the moment. 
Yeah, it really does. Mm -hmm. That's pretty wild, though. You don't really hear about too many places like legalizing or putting in a medical program and then repealing it. Like, yeah. who does that? Um, I guess this hope... guy is trying to do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm hoping not him is, is was going to be my answer. You know, I, I don't yeah. think he's got much chance, man. And surely, and if he did, that would be pretty bad. You kind of set a precedent then, but it doesn't matter how many people have voted for it because this one guy said this, and now we should listen to that one guy. Well, then you I also was... have like all these people who have like built businesses around these like industries mm -hmm. and stuff. And you're supposed to suddenly be like, well, too bad for you. I mean, yeah. it's really good for the economy either. Let's so. say you you pay, and I don't really know what the what the fee is, but I'm sure that there's a licensing fee in South Dakota to have a medical grow uh, dispensary, something like that. If it's repealed, does the state give them the money back, or is it prorated? What's right. the deal here? You know, you can have I'm, like I'm... legal problems. Maybe would this like initiate legal issues or legal battles with legitimate businesses that are trying to operate? It'd I would think to. it could. I would think it definitely could, like that. I was really yeah. wanting to know on what grounds was he wanting to repeal this, and the article did not go into it, and I couldn't find any any other articles that described his reasoning for wanting to repeal it. The Arnold reason is because he's a dumbass. He was running late to the station before the train left, and now he's not on it, so he's. <clears throat> Got, yeah, got his incentive is he's been paid half now and he'll get paid half when the job's complete, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if he would actually give him give a real reason, an actual reason, we could actually discuss it with him, maybe. Yeah. And, and get the see fuck, if we could... get the fucker on the show. Let's get him on the show, have an interview with uh, him, and find out what the fuck's I... going through his head. So far, have not been able to find an address or, or contact information for him, but I have tried and I will continue to try. But yeah, I would like him. You know, we and we won't even harass him. We'll, we'll give him his full time to say his spiel. You know, mm -hmm. that's right. We will start off with look. We are cannabis users, so we do think you're a bit of a dick. But we're going to have a polite <laughs> conversation here. No, we would. We wouldn't put it that way. I'll, I'll run the interview then, Mackie. That's all. Yeah, good. you. Yeah, I'll sit quietly in the background <laughs> with my mic on mute. It's twitching backwards and forwards, going, you fucking knob. You know, exactly. <laughs> right quietly in the background. No, if it would be fun at some down. point to get somebody who is against cannabis to come on the show and just have a conversation with us so we can see what the other side of the coin sounds like. You know, just have a rational conversation with people. That would be mm -hmm. that would be cool, man. I think it would make for an interesting conversation. But it's going to be difficult to find anybody who actually wants to come and have that discussion with us because they'd be afraid of the conversation, man, because they know they're wrong, really. When it comes down to it, you know, my question on this person is, OK, first of all, obviously, why do you want it? Uh, why do you want it repealed? And the other thing is, have you ever tried it yourself? Mm -hmm. You know, mm. you know, it's one of these things that you know, don't try to describe a kiss concert if you've never seen it. OK, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't even think that would work because some people <laughs> cannabis doesn't suit them. You know, so asking one person, have you tried it? Yes, I have. I didn't like it. It's like that's good for you. But what about these people who do? use it and do get good results from it do you think it's fair to take the medicine away from them as adults you know who are having no impact on anybody else's life other than their own why don't right. they have the right to use the medication that works best for them and what makes you think you have the right to take that away from them you know and yeah, they'll be like right. um, um uh, for yeah. the reason of, of what like what i don't Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, but yeah. Good some... luck getting somebody who's going to come on the show with a bunch of potheads to like defend. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, somebody... It would only be Stephen Crowder. Only Stephen Crowder. Would do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
somebody in chat spe uh, speculated it, it could be for religious reasons and things like that. But, you know, I, I just don't buy that. No, I honestly. don't get that either. It's like, if it's for religious reasons, fine. Don't use cannabis. But I'll do what the fuck I like because I don't use your religion, bro. Well, yeah, you know that's what I'm freedom of religion in the States. Yeah. You get to have what you want and I get to do what I want. You know what I mean? I've seen people also interpret the Bible to be favorable to cannabis as well. Yeah. So it depends on, you know, how you read it. That's right. Oh, Some people who read the Bible oil. say you can't eat meat on a Friday. Some people right. do. Some people do. Like, fucking like, interpret yeah. whichever way you want, you know? Stupidness, man. It's, it's always Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> 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 I mean, so it was just speculation in the chat. I'm not going to say that's his reason. So hey, you know, we don't hey. want to put that down there. But... Jesus is a friend of mine. Oh, yeah, God, you, don't fucker, do you got don't me yesterday that. with that. I oh, like God. to think that Jesus was pretty chill and probably down with the stoners, so... Probably, yeah, probably, you know. He, was he wasn't a hater, was he? At least no. not what I've read about him. No. You know, didn't he oh. even say to people, you know, he who, who is without sin gets stoned first? No. Get yeah. the first stone, <laughs> that's right. Get the first yeah. stone. <laughs> now oh, he's cherry-picking cherry right shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been watching too much Trailer Park Boys, man. You know, fucking Ricky just getting all the sayings wrong and shit. Yeah. <laughs> it cracks me up, man. Anyway, some forum news we'll quickly cover because that's all the news stories for now. But that, that was a good news section. I mean, we covered some good stories there. But with the forum news, Twisted, now good old Twisted, who's driving the car safely, of course, on the correct side of the road in the USA. Okay, yeah, don't want him being crazy. But he, he has been a member of Percy's Grow Room, the Cannabis Growers Forum, which you are all, of course, a member of by now, right? Right, of course you are. Of course you are. free. For, for free, might as well. You've got enough to lose. <laughs> But he has been a member for four years now. Four nice. fucking years, man. So a big shout out to Twisted wow, for good work. Part, I mean, the site is nearly five years old. It'll be five years old in a few months' time. So and that that's crazy that's to think crazy. about. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. hell. How did so that did happen? Did start before the podcast? Yeah, way before the podcast. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, by, by a couple they were of years. Kind of like coincided. No, it was a couple of years no, no, in, no, no. and it was like, we should really do a podcast, I think. And then we started this, and here we are still. And That's now crazy. I think the podcast is more popular than the site, man. <laughs> the podcast gets <laughs> loads of downloads, loads of people come to the site from the we podcast. We weren't supposed it's to crazy. do that. <laughs> hmm? this, the, the show was to build the site, not to, not to take it over, you know? Mm, yeah. But either or, as long as people are growing, it's all good, man. It's all good. That's right. But everybody who's listening to the show, you need to remember, if you need help, Growing your plants, come to percy'sgrowroom.com. Mm -hmm. Absolutely free, and help. it is that's, it's the best cannabis growers forum out there. That's right. Yeah, not being biased or anything. I'm just saying, just saying. <laughs> no, har no harassment over there, you know. No dicks. Mm -hmm. That's the way it is. Yes, well, and then uh, <laughs> we'll, don't say anything, bubble. <laughs> it's 2023, <laughs> bro. I knew you were going to say it. I, I, he got it. He's like, should I say it? Should I say it? No, uh, I had no. to catch myself. I'm like, don't <laughs> do it. <laughs> you, you, you heard him bite his tongue, you know. <laughs> but there's potentially as well be a, you know the high and homegrown YouTube channel that we have here. We have the main show on it on Sundays. We have an interview on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but that's for patrons only. But we were discussing things over at the forum recently in the respective user section with some of the higher ups. And we are potentially going to have a couple more shows coming up on the channel very soon as well. There's a lot more info we could give you, but we want to hold you in suspense. But there might be more shows on more days of the week so you can be here and be entertained by 
different members, you know, because it wouldn't be us on the panel. It's, it's different members who want to start their own shows on the channel. So stay tuned for that shit as well. Some cool, good ideas coming up. So you'll find out as it happens, you'll find out more, but just be aware that there's lots of stuff happening very soon. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I won't say that. I won't say that because because then he just puts me under pressure. But I've got some ideas too. But uh, the interviews this week, uh, we have one on Tuesday with Belief, who is a cannabis breeder and quite a reputable cannabis breeder as well. When we had Chad Westport on the show and we asked him about uh, his favorite breeders and which strains he grows uh, to get the most trichomes, he mentioned Belief and using his genetics. So we got him on the show on Tuesday for the patrons, of course. Uh, so if you want to be a patron so you can join us live for that interview on Tuesday and all of the other interviews, there's over 90 interviews that are available live and well, not live, but you know, they were live, they're unedited and unabridged, which you can go and watch right now on our Patreon page. Or so you get signed up for like 420, that's the cheapest one, but it goes up to like $30, whatever. Just go check out the page, man. Patreon.com slash Percy's Grow Room, and you can become a patron there and get access to all of this stuff. But um we have Belief on Tuesday, and then Tommy Chung returns to the show on the 29th. And we'll be, we, it was cancelled recently because he went on holiday to Italy. And also Tommy Chung started his own podcast, and we're going to be talking about that when he joins us as well. We're going to be talking about his show. And I'll just let you know briefly the email I got back, you know, to organize it. And he's like, uh, we only do interviews now on Tuesdays and Wednesdays because we've got other commitments and we do them at these times, but we can be flexible for you guys because Tommy likes talking to you. It's like, yes, how fucking cool is that? How cool is that shit? You know what I'm saying? Like Tommy Chonga, he will, we'll be flexible. You know, it doesn't matter what time or day you pick, really, because Tommy likes being on your show. It's like, damn, what a privilege, <laughs> Yeah, that's man. pretty good feedback. That guy just mm-hmm. doesn't stop. Yeah, he's like fucking 85 or something. He's already started it. It's already out there. Yeah. Oh, it is already out there. Yeah, yeah. It seems like a pretty good show as well. You know, Tommy's about to say some funny things. You know, he's a real funny guy, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so we're going to be finding more about that when it comes upon the show. It'll be very cool. It's going to be a good show, man. It would be good if we could get on it, but we won't be able to show our faces. So we'd have to send you, Marge. We'd just be like, we'll send Marge down and she'll be (laughs) on your show. She can she show your face, you know. <laughs> say no she doesn't that. have to hide. I'm sure you'd be up for that, wouldn't you, Mike? You'd go down to Tommy's yep. and chill and smoke some weed with him. <laughs> but yeah, yes, lots of interesting shit going on. We've got more interviews coming up as well. What else do we have here? Belief. And then Daniela Vergara, who is next week. Uh, she's a doctor of some kind. Oh, there'll be more information on next week's show. So, yes, and there'll be more interviews coming up as well. We're just getting them in all the time. So stay tuned for those ones. But I think that's everything. That's the cannabis news and events sorted, right? Done. Dusted. There we go, everybody. That was this week's cannabis news and events. There's not much more to add there, really, but I just want to remind you all that we have a discount code for the Product Earth event that's going on in the UK this weekend. Uh, you can just head to the Product Earth website if you are going to attend the event and use HOHG for the discount code and get yourself some tickets. That's 20% off the original ticket price, which is a very cool discount. There will also be an interview on Wednesday with Matt Clifton, who is the CEO of Product Earth, and you'll be able to hear all about the event in that interview on Wednesday. It's very cool, man. It sounds epic. But anyway, that's it for the Cannabis News and Events this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any news stories you would like us to cover, 
on next week's show, then do feel free to get in touch over at percysgrowroom.com, our Discord server, or find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. But again, thank you for being here. Thank you for downloading and listening to the show. And we'll catch you on the next one, which is Wednesday for the interview. Stay high, stay safe, and we'll see you then. Goodbye.